Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, aliens and Furbies. Welcome to another exciting edition of Four Guys Saying a Bunch of Fecal Matter. I am Khalil Williams, your resident so-called music expert slash specialist. Joining me, as usual, are my comrades in arms, Sweet Sweetback, a.k.a. Tyrone. We have Sven, a.k.a. Toby, and Maddie B. Matt. So, fellas, once again, it was your week. <laughs> it was some shit. Sorry. Right. It was going great until we started this show. Right. <laughs> oh, Mark. For those who don't know, we've been trying to get this show started for the last, what, 30 minutes? Yes, about that. almost 30 minutes. It's been fucking fantastic. One of these days, I'll just do a blooper reel and just let all the fuck-ups play. And play the yeah. Benny Hill theme song under it. Yes, that'd be great. Yep. So, I think we're good. Khalil, what's up, sir? So, the Benny... um. Benny Hill theme would be good for an introduction to the folly I'm about to go into. So this has nothing to do with music or pop culture. This okay. is related to panhandlers and a recent experience I had. Oh shit. So I will, uh, after I share my story, I will ask you guys about your personal experiences with panhandlers and how you personally choose to engage with them. Mm. So I was, a couple weeks ago, I was going to get lunch and a young man, he looked like he might have been in his maybe early 20s, um, walked up to me rather closely, you know, kind of violating that bubble of, you know, the inner space, asking me if I um, had any money to spare. And I gave him a dollar. I typically uh, give uh, people who ask me for money uh, a dollar or change. Don't ask me why. It's just something I do. So I gave him a dollar and he said, do you have any more? And I said, no, <laughs> sorry. You know, that's all I have. And so he asked me a question that I didn't hear because I started to walk away. And so I said, could you, re could you repeat what you just said? I didn't hear you. And he said, there's a capital one right there pointing to a capital one bank that we were uh, kind of, you know, close to. And you know, I didn't understand where he was going with that statement. So, yes, I know there's a Capital One there. And he's like, you think you can go over there and, you know, go to the ATM and get me a tent right quick? And I was like, oh, how about no? Like, how, you know, the audacity. You know, I gave you a dollar, you know, ask 10 more people for a dollar and you can get a supersized meal. But, um, or, you know, a dime bag, if people still sell dime bags, I don't know. But anyway, um, but yeah, it was very odd, like, how kind of aggressive he was. Like, I told him I didn't have any more money. Then he pointed to a bank and told me I had the option of going to an ATM to get him a specific amount. So how do you fellas um, handle uh, pan panhandlers? Do you uh, just kind of, like... Do you, do you brush them off? Or do you just say, I don't have anything? Do you give them something if you have it? Like, what do you guys do? So my family always had this, this phrase, if you're, you're strong enough and able enough to beg for money, you're strong enough and able enough 
to go get a job. So I normally don't, but from time to time I'll have I'll have a heart, and so I'll ask, you know, hey, can you dance? I'm like, yeah, I can dance. And so I say, okay, well, I need you to pop lock. I need you to do something for me. And so they start dancing. They're doing their thing and stuff like that. And I say, well, oh, that's pretty good dancing. And I keep walking. At least make it rain or something. <laughs> <laughs> make it rain more penny. Make it, <laughs> go get a fucking job. <laughs> get a fucking job. <laughs> oh shit! Alrighty. I'm like fifty fifty. Either ignore, depending on what the strategy is, or if I've got like a dollar, some. I mean, I don't see a harm in it. It really depends on how much. To your point, you know how much they're going to keep coming back, or if it's someone that looks like they, you know, it just depends on the situation. Basically, like mm-hmm. I of course feel bad, but. Sometimes you don't want to open up that door because it will never end. And mm-hmm. sometimes people can react in un, uh, unsafe ways, depending mm-hmm. on where you are and what time yeah. of the day it is. So yeah. it can it can get, you know, it's situational for me. But, yeah, I mean, it's always interesting. But, hey, that guy's game was strong. I mean, that, that was that, that was honestly a pretty good strategy. Like, you know, like, you know, like, there's a bank right there. I mean, kudos to that man. I mean, honestly, just, just for that strategy, I would have been like, yeah, you know, this time I would have done it. Um, just because yeah. I've never heard anyone say that strategy from that perspective. Uh, he might he he might have well as as made he might have well as made um, you know, his specs for like the uh the uh, d- denomination in which he wanted. Oh uh, yeah, and when I want a ten, give me uh, a five and five Not ones, and I'll be good. Unmarked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, but seriously though, I, I I do sometimes do things for people, but I, I don't like giving money because I just assume I'm giving you the money and the thing you're asking for, you're going to go do something else with right. it. So I just never do. Yeah. But if they say, "Hey man, I'm hungry. I'm hungry." First of all, they got to look hungry. <laughs> How do you look, look hungry? Like, How does somebody look hungry? <laughs> well. Well, that's, do they have flies? Do they have flies flying around their face? Like, how does somebody no. look hungry? No. <laughs> somebody, somebody who looks hungry looks the opposite of Tyrone. So, what we? Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, then, all right. motherfucker. All right, all right. I see, I see what we're doing now. Okay. Hey, you guys. Oh, right. oh, right. And and don't ask me about panhandlers. I live in Colombia. We don't have that here. Moving on. That's right. <laughs> And, and the what hundreds plus year history of that town, there's never been one panhandler. He he's right about that. We do not have that we is, do not do that here. That doesn't happen in Colombia. So no one gives a shit. Right. <laughs> right. No one gives a shit. All right. Moving on. Shit. I love that. He's still salty about the comment. Okay. As he should. No. That's right. As he should. As I should. But it's all right. You, you'll be it's your turn. Oh, God. And you're gonna start oh, animals. Oh, God, here we go. Fuck you the whole time. So I had a good one um, to discuss because it, it came on TV the other day. And then I was going to ask you guys to save any. I, th- I put it on Facebook a while ago. So there's one movie and its sequel, which in my eyes are uh, the only two five-star Toby rated movie and its sequel movies ever. Any guess? Godfather. It's the Godfather. Godfather. God, no. I've never even seen The Godfather. Uh, aliens? Yes. Alien and Aliens are the only two five stars yeah. movie and sequel. So now, um, Matt, you should see them. You know there was like you, you know there's like three other movies. What's that? All right, you know there's three other movies. Yes, I know. I'm aliens. talking about just the mo- a movie and its sequel. Yeah, those all suck. Five. But yeah, okay. yeah. No, um, so what? So, so what bitchy comment are you about to make to me, Toby? 
Oh, the basic comment was, yeah, they're great movies. You should see them. The one is directed by this man called Ridley Scott. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. And the other one is Jim Cameron. Uh, he has an Oscar. And anyway, Jim, here we go. Cameron. Jim, Jim Cameron. Yeah, we know Jim, Jamie Cameron. Well, anyway, so my point was this. No, I did actually, I did actually have so Jamie Cameron. I did actually have something good to talk about. So it, my thing with those two movies is that it's so hard to differentiate between which one is better because to me, the reason they're five stars is yeah. because they both do many different things really well. And I really wanted you guys' take on which one you like better and why. And yeah, I just I was just going to throw that out there because, like I said, Alien came on the other day and I saw a couple of the deleted scenes that I've seen. I was just reading some trivia about it. And yeah, anyway, your take on Alien versus Aliens, which is better, why? I prefer Aliens um, <laughs> just because in, by 85, 86, uh, the technology you know, that they had available. Uh, the advancements in technology made the special effects, you know, a lot better. But I mean, but it's not like it's leaps and bounds above Alien or anything, because right. Alien was very sus uh, suspenseful. And, you know, that's what I love ab about the first one. And, you know, there was a stellar cast uh, for, for, for Alien. And um, so I like, I prefer Aliens, but it's not by wide margin. Okay, continue. Aliens. Okay. Yeah, for, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I was going to say, for me, I prefer Alien, and here's why. Every I love the isolationism of that movie and how it makes you it, that those tight corridors, like the whole set design, which literally every single sci-fi movie that's Ooh. anything to do with aliens or that are meant mm -hmm. to be in that horror genre pulls from that movie as inspiration. Like that set the bar so high that that you literally can't compare any other alien movie nowadays without finding something that that movie seems to inspire it from. Um, I love Aliens because I love the action elements of it. Obviously, I love shitty movies. I love action. But that, but the first one, just in terms of what it set out to do, it, it, it was just, to yeah. me, a masterpiece. The Aliens, I love it yeah. for what it was attempting to do. It had an amazing story, really good acting. I love the suspense. The action was top-notch. But to me, it verged on almost feeling formulaic and a bit more yes. of a franchise versus alien felt very this could have been a standalone masterpiece mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sci-fi movie that no one ever had to touch mm -hmm. again um and yeah, we're not going there Matt. no we don't want to talk about your stupid bullshit movies go yeah. ahead Ty. Yeah. david fincher fuck them. face third movie go ahead Ty. it was really bad that movie go was ahead. horrible <laughs> it was really bad so yeah uh, i i actually kind of agree with both these gentlemen but so Aliens is the first one I saw. I didn't see Aliens. Me too. Until way yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I start with Aliens because I saw it first, and you know the cinematography of it, the the idea of it. It was a, a completely original movie from a movie that already happened. Hmm. I don't know if that. It's, yeah. It was it was an yeah. original idea from an already original idea, which was completely fantastic and amazing. And Sigourney Weaver is just she she's a she just when it comes to this role and this person, she's just really fucking good. Well, she at took what I buy in. Yeah. And, and, and I think she took what she yeah. did in the first alien and she used mm -hmm. just her, you know, her trauma, her trauma from the first film is what yeah. fueled her in the yeah. second one. And you got to remember that yeah. her performance in the second one was a watershed moment in Academy history. It is the first time. And one of the only times there has been a, acting nomination in a science fiction movie and that's what made it such a 
big, mm. big deal. And I know the Academy has been up and down and peaks and valleys with <clears throat> the racism and giving awards to the wrong people, but they got that one right. I mean, it was a watershed moment because that was all the technical stuff. You know, it, it yeah. was just, and I agree with you guys. Quick question before we end my thing. I'm going to throw this out there. If you can remember it at all. Musical score, which one quickly would you prefer? The Jerry Goldsmith's Alien, which was very dark and lonely and foreboding, or James Horner's Aliens, which was that exciting, ramped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drums, the military. Which one do you prefer? I don't have a preference. I don't okay. have a preference. I, I like them both. I don't have a preference. I go Aliens. But like I said, the, the two completely different movies. One movie is a suspenseful, yes, that's true. So it, 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 based on the fears of space and everything like that. The other one is an mm-hmm. action movie. Yeah, it's a horror movie, but it's a horror yeah. acting movie. And so it's two different fucking movies, and you can watch them both and have completely right. different experiences. They're fucking yep. great. They're fucking yeah, great. I, love the film. I don't yeah. know what happened with the third That's one. Not, no, and I don't want to get into one, it. No, nope, I'm not doing it. Fifth one. Moving and on. Yeah, and moving on. Tyrone, you're up. <laughs> and Alien versus We leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrone, you're up. <laughs> Bad. Anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> spend your whole segment talking about Alien Three. That's right. So, all right. So, two parts. First part is I wanted to talk about the genius of Adam Sandler. To me, this guy, I know people who think he's not funny and his movies are terrible, but he consistently hits, has hit movies. Happy Gilmore, uh, Billy Madison, uh, Waterboy, uh, Punch Drunk Love, uh, you know, any, you can just name the movies. Uncut Gems. He has, you know, shitty ones in there, but what actor doesn't? Meryl Street has shitty, shitty movies, if you look at it. But to me, all right, he has his fan base that follows him, so he's making making money for each movie. Everybody is always over $100 million, Big Daddy, stuff like that. And so it gets to a point where he's like, you know what? All right, I can see that things are changing. I can see that, you know, my audiences aren't coming out anymore. What about Netflix? And he signs I yep. picture deal with Netflix before anyone was thinking about doing shit like that. And those movies, yes, they sh- they're shitty, but they're always number one when you look at Netflix. Um, you know, The Ridiculous Six, a terrible movie, but it's funny, and I've watched it six times. And The Do-Over and shit like that. And then COVID happens, and he's already in the groove right. of Netflix. And guess what? That's another five-picture deal. So... And now you look at people like Eddie Murphy, who's who uh, just uh, they signed a deal with Amazon and coming to America is going to end up probably streaming on Amazon. And you think of all these other movies, except for your fucking tenant. He, that's a fucking moron. Um, anyway, fucking but idiot. Adam Sandler was well ahead of his time. And yeah, he does these silly comedies. But as far as business, as far as getting his friends on, because if you think about it, David Spade was nothing without that's Chris true. Farley. And so... Someone grabbed him and brought him along. And got uh, Rob Snyder, who no one finds funny except for Deuce Bigelow, that one fucking movie. And, but he brought him along and all his friends. He, he helps them and he builds them. And he has this now team, a super team, like kind, of, kind of like Ocean's Eleven, kind of a team of comedians that he's built. And he gets some jobs. And he's just, he's a, he's a working brain all the time. He's really fucking smart. Yes, he does dumb comedies, but aside from that, He's a brilliant actor. If you look at Uncut Gems, you'll see that for sure. If you look at uh, uh, English, that you'll see that for sure. If you look at uh, Punch Drunk Love, you'll see that for sure. He's a great act. He's a, not a great. He's a good actor, uh, and he's a very, very good uh, businessman. So, second thing is, 
I'm watching a show right now. It's called The Unicorn. And I'm almost sure it's been canceled on CBS. Hopefully they bring it back. But it's actually a pretty good show. And it's, it's playing on my heartstrings. It's about a guy who uh, <clears throat> his wife dies. And it's been a year. And he has two daughters. And now it's time for him to get himself back out there. And he's kind of doesn't really want to do it. Friends keep pushing him. And it's a fucking comedy. And it's funny as shit. Uh, and I, I've kind of taken my own life and put it in with that. And so I, I, I'm kind of connecting with it right now. But um, if you guys are looking for something to watch 30 minutes long, Toby, uh, The Unicorn on Netflix, uh, actually a pretty good show. I'm on episode 10. So that's all I got for you guys. Um, what do you guys think about Adam Sandler? Well, do you think he's like top tier or do you think he's just – He's not top tier, but I wanted to get – sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, I fucking love him. Oh, no, I was going to say, I love him. I think he's consistently awful in the right Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with that estimation. Um, <clears throat> like, Fuck. because, I mean, his earlier 1990s stuff, like Waterboy, mm-hmm. Billy Madison, that I think was when he was in his prime. Yeah. Once he figured out he could make a bunch of fun, a bunch of money off of doing really silly-ass slapstick comedy, he shifted that direction. I appreciate he's kind of come back a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but the movie don't mess with the Zohan. Um, those ones are still amazing. He, he, he honestly does some gems every once in a while. Uh, funny people from Jed Apatow is probably one of my top favorite yeah. movies he's ever done because he has the acting element in it. And it is funny as hell with Seth Rogen and all the supporting cast. Right. Um, but I haven't seen the new Halloween one on Netflix. I honestly haven't seen. So any I of saw the Halloween movies, one, but the I, Halloween I saw one it. honestly, was it good? It's, Fun. I mean, humor he, is he, subjective. He, he looks like he's water it's like reincarnated. The yeah. old Adam Sandler going back to those silly vo- vo- voices he used to do, like in Little Nicky, like the stuff that makes you cringe. Okay. But Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. Yes, that that's yeah. stuff. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like it's, the, the cast is like a who's who. Like there are so many like you know surprise yeah. guests in there. It starts off. It starts off with a, uh, yeah. a big star. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you guys are noticing it, especially in that movie, what Adam is doing now, and again, he is smart. He is now taking all of the movies he's ever done, and he's now putting it into one universe. Mm. You yeah. watch it, the first character in the movie, the Halloween movie, is from, um, uh, uh, not Billy Madison, but uh, Happy oh, Gilmore. Gotcha. The first character is from Happy Gilmore. Uh, if you if you really that, it's, it's, it's the nurse. <laughs> I'm not going to say the person's name if anyone's, no one's seen the movie yet, but uh, it's the nurse from Happy, uh, Happy Gilmore uh, from a nursing home, and he's in this. I know okay. And then if, you, listen, if you're watching the movie, you'll hear Doyle Rules, Doyle Rules. The first five movies of Adam Sandler, Doyle Rules was always said throughout it. So he's now creating a universe for all of his characters where they're in the same world. And, and, I like uh, that. and I, Tim, I, Tim I, Meadows gets his first role since 1998. Yay. Oh, yippee, right. Wow. <laughs> Tim is funny as fuck. You guys need to start oh, recognizing God. All right. Thank you, man. It's hilarious. Matt, so go ahead. <laughs> All right. Let, let me go ahead and jump in. But no, I, I got to watch that because honestly, I like Halloween shit. I love Ernest Scared Stupid. That's a horrible <laughs> fucking movie, but it's one of my favorite ones as a kid. Yeah. Horrible movie, but I love it. Uh, one thing I did want to say, Ty, over to you if you haven't seen it already. Dexter and Michael C. Hall just announced they're doing a revival series of 10 episodes to follow up the whole series of Dexter you- officially dropping next year. Oh, it's official. Fuck they, man. They, it ends in a cliffhanger, man, so I'm so happy. 
And I kind of hated the ending of him being a lumberjack because yeah. it didn't seem like that's something he would do. He never seemed like he would go away like that and be able to contain his the the the, the dark passenger, or whatever it was. Right. So, you know, like, I, I think I'm excited to see what they do. The showrunners back, the original writers are back, and they're doing a limited ten episode revival to follow up. Oh. And he said they've been waiting to find the right time to do it and the right story, and they found it. So. I'm hopeful because Michael C. Hall doesn't do anything half-assed and he's very, very strategic in what he picks. Yes. So I'm really excited to see what he's about to do with this. Oh, that's good. So that, that's, that's good news for you. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> for me, it, it's, it's really come down to kind of the, you know, less about movies, but more about thinking about why, you know, why my taste in movies is the way that it is. And Toby's obviously going to immediately start shaking his head, but I thought long and hard about it. It, it. And I went at it from, you know, from looking at it from when I was a kid, being in awe by Jurassic Park and being in awe by some of these movies that, um, oh, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> some, <laughs> some of these movies that just made me like, you know, love the the, the grandeur of kind of like being sucked into stories. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about what movies recently done that? Like what movies actually pulled me in like a Jurassic Park movie like I was a kid. I kind of look at it, I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like that was just groundbreaking. And honestly, there's maybe two that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Straight like strictly two. I think one of them is is and this is going to be kind of wild to hear, The Conjuring, which is a horror movie. I don't even know if you've seen the franchise. It's spun off and gotten way too big for its own good. Mm-hmm. But the original one that movie has no background music. It is based in true events, based off these two people that are paranormal hunters. It is rated R strictly for the fact that it is so unsettling and disturbing, not in violence, but literally in content matter. It's the only reason it's rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, James Wan directed it, who's a fantastic horror director. Star. He's done yeah, an he amazing job with some of the other films. Yeah, and, and he literally, he did, the second one wasn't as good. The first one, again, it was like lightning in a bottle. They've spun it off. They've done, because it's done by these people that write these these paranormal things. They've taken their other stories that are based off these two people and created Annabelle, all this other bullshit that's not nearly as good. Yeah. But that movie, to me, is one of those ones that just completely just knocked my socks off. Um, another one that I could watch pretty much all of the fucking time and again, it's not recent, but it is relatively within the last couple of years, or not the last couple of years, but honestly, and I talk about it before, it is the only movie that I can turn on at any point in the time, and I'm always drawn in by the acting performances and the scale and the sets, is it's older, it's almost over 10, 10 years old, The Dark Knight. Like that movie to me, out of the most, out of my adulthood life, seeing what Heath Ledger did with the Joker, seeing the, the sets watching the most recent documentary they dropped on, on on YouTube from Warner Brothers Pictures explaining the methodology behind why they did what they did and actually how much of it was actually done for real with sets more than I ever thought was done. I honestly had no idea that they did 87% of that practical effects. They just supplemented TGI where they needed to go. And that to me, Parked back to the prime days of Indiana Jones, even Alien, which is all done in models and like sets and everything else like that. Like literally films aren't made that that way anymore. CGI ages like in 10 years. It looks like shit, except for the stuff now where they're starting to figure it out. Uh, the, the Star Wars prequels look like literally cartoon movies mm. compared to what they when they came out with. 
So I was thinking about the movies. Like, there hasn't been really anything. Like the the only other thing I could maybe hark back to what I, I love to watch is, you know, some some of the more recent TV shows like Game of Thrones and these big investive stories. But that's kind of where I'm at. I, I think that that day and age of movies is done. I think it's all going to be based off of how much money can I make? How cheaply can I make it? That's going to make me a bang, bang for the buck. Um, but yeah, that's what I, said. That's what I, said. I guess it's fucking trivia time. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. So I am doing trivia tonight and Toby's going to love this one. Because I've thought about it, and it literally is me going into Christopher the depths Nolan. of my brain, pulling out all, all of the fuck no, all of the random ass movie trivia that I know, and I came up with these questions myself. I just had to verify them, oh, but good. I still remembered cool. the right shit. Um, but I literally have just like Toby knows Oscars. I know a lot of random fucking shit about movies, so I picked a uh, twelve questions, and. There's a lot of stuff I could have gone from, but I tried to make it pretty diverse. Um, and each question that someone people get right, I'm going to donate um, $6 oh, to wow. Black Lives That's Matter. That's great. Let's go for wow. it. Tonight, guys. Because I think some of this is going to be very hard for people to get because wow. it is relatively abstract. So as we talked about, um, I asked people for numbers. So it's going to be Khalil going first. If he can't get it, he'll pass it on to Ty. If Ty doesn't get it, he'll pass it on to Toby. We're going to do that model because it seems to work the best. Mm-hmm. Um, versus everyone trying to talk over each other. AKA Ty, so, AKA Ty get ready for me to pass the question to you. All right. Basically, what you what you saying? Again, you, <laughs> it's my moment. You will lose. It's my moment. I must break you <laughs> to the end. Go, yeah, for, go it. for it. Hello, Matt. Can we hear you? Matt? Rocky Ford. Rocky Ford. Matt? Sorry. Uh, Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Does he's he? back. No. Matt? No. No, we lost, lost Matt. Matt. I love. Don't. Say it. Say say the line, Tyrone. Every fucking week. <laughs> Every fucking week. Every fucking week. Yeah, this man. guy fucks Fuck up. up. No, talking about me. Yeah. Every fucking mm. week. You're... I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm actually I'm gonna leave this. For people who are listening, these two fucking up live in really nice areas. Hmm. Really nice shit. <laughs> if you're looking for one. But uh <laughs> each week. Their fucking shit doesn't mm-hmm. work. Try to come back. There he is. Each, there we go. Oh, hey, buddy. All right. I'll edit that out. Don't. Oh, yeah, actually, do not don't. edit that out. No, no, no. Not at all. Do not edit that out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What I said, it doesn't matter. It's okay. He oh, may not feel that. All right, let me jump into this shit. All right. So the first question is for you, Khalil. What is the first movie to use Dolby's First true directional sound mix, DTS in theaters. We're never get. We're getting zero dollars tonight. Was it Aliens? No. Ty. What movie the was the again, first please? movie to use Dolby's, which is the sound one of the top sound mixing companies' true first directional sound mix, which is called DTS in theaters. I think I, I think the answer correct. is Jurassic Park. Oh, yep. All right, Ty. The next one. 
It's my night, people. It's my moment. The first movie ever to have sound coming from the front, the back, and the sides ever in history, um, which was made that way. Um, what was the? This is for you, Ty, since you're keeping it on. What was the first PG-13 movie, and what year did it come out? No, incorrect. I got it. Gremlins. Yeah, and, Toby, uh, go for it. Gremlins in 1980. PG-13 movie ever was Red Dawn. And it was inspired by Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom because it was not PG-13 and it was supposed to be. Go fuck yourselves. And what year? What's that? What year did it come out? Uh, what year, you dumb fuck? Uh, 1984, but close. You got the right question. All right. Um, what movie franchise, or I would honestly say movie because they don't always define it as a franchise, has the most sequels? Matt, fuck off. Fast and the Furious. No. That's dead wrong. That's wrong. All right, go ahead. Uh, Come on. Uh, James Bond? Nope. Oh, it's only 25. God. Oh, well, excuse me. Ty? All right, I'm going... God damn, that's a good question now. Uh, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm going to nope. say Star Trek. All right. It is yeah. Godzilla. There's is 40 sequels since 1954. Oh, wow. Yep. All right. All right. It, goes so that, it. it goes back to me yeah, because I got the last. It goes back to you. Right. All right. Yeah. What movie? Yep. What movie has the movie. most curse words ever used to hit the theaters? The, the most oh, yeah. curse words to ever hit the theaters? Has the most curse words used in one movie that went to theaters and was showed wide and oh, showed to wide audiences? Let's just go with Pulp Fiction. Nope. Okay, Khalil. Goodfellas? Nope. Ty, it's up to you, man. All right. All right, all right, all right. I am going with... God damn it. I I, I was going to go with, like, so nope. because I can't figure <laughs> nope, shit it out. it is. Wolf on oh, Wall I... Street, they used, they used wow. the curse word 376 oh, times shit. in that movie. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> That's right. All right. That's right. All right. right. And this one, probably only people are going to know, and it's... it's I shocking that I knew it even prior to looking it up. Given the fact that John Wick has had three movies so far, what is his total body count currently? Pass. <laughs> What's that dumbass shit? Go ahead, Khalil. Oof. Can we, can be, can in we be in the ballpark? Be in the ballpark. I'll give you Does the ballpark have to be by 10. I will say, oof, 113. Okay. Nope. Ty. Say the three movies, he kills a lot of motherfuckers, especially in the, second one. Especially in the third one. I'm going to say he has killed no, 420 men. And that's a perfect that that's an on purpose number that they've done so far for a reason that we'll tell you later. All right, all right. Um, who's next? Still Ty, me. To Toby. Yep. Toby. All right. Name the seven actors that have played James Bond since James Bond history. I can do it. I can even do it in chronological order for bonus right. points. What? No, he's not. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen he's going to fuck it up. If, and, and, no, no, come on. Come on. You're going to do it in chronological order, so you have to do it in the correct incorrect. order. No, I'm not gonna, no, I know, I know, I know what Ty's talking about, but yeah. yeah. No, I'm not yeah. going to do it in Thank chronological ahead, order. Go ahead, Toby. I'm just going to name them all. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Stupid dick. Yeah. All right, the seven actors who have played James Bond are Sean. I'm not going to do it in order. So, Sean. <laughs> Sean. Con I'll try to do it in order. Yeah. Sean Connery. George Lazenby, thank you. Uh, Roger Moore, 
Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, uh, John Connery, George Lazenby, Roger Moore. After Roger Moore was Pierce Brosnan. After no, I'm sorry. Uh, was Timothy Dalton? After Timothy Dalton was Pierce Brosnan. After Pierce Brosnan was Daniel Craig. Everyone's forgetting him. It is David Naveen. David Niven, you dumb shit. And that was Casino Royale, and that technically is correct. Is the very name right? No, I'm David Niven. Yeah, who's a yeah. Yep. Oh man, that is a good question though, because that's that is correct. It was Casino Royale. And this is why I thought you would have. As you've gone in chronological order, you would have to say then you know. George Lasky. Sean Connery. Well, you know, George, whatever. Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you say Sean Connery. Again, you'll say Roger Moore. They never then you again. have to say Sean That's Connery right. again. Yeah. I remember that. Then you have to say but Roger David Moore. Niven, <laughs> he said David Niven. Anyway, go ahead, Matt. Well, whatever. Got it. Yeah, I got, it, you got five it. of the Fucking six dollars. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving mm-hmm. on. All right. So next one is Khalil. Uh, in Titanic, who drew the charcoal drawing, uh, the, the charcoal nude drawing of Kate Winslet? Who actually drew it? Not, not in the movie, but who drew it for the movie? Let me put it this way. James Cameron, duh. It's like, I don't know. That's actually true. <laughs> did draw that, which was known as a very perv move. Oh, a completely oh, perv oh, move. Because he, that is perv. He drew it prior to her posing for it, and he goes, can you match this? <laughs> Was it was it Lent, was it supposed to be Lent, Lent, Lent to Hamilton? Was that oh, supposed to be? Oh, <laughs> that's it. Right. for twenty years. All right, still the Khalil. All right, so all right, so this is a, an alien question. What is the pattern for naming the androids in the alien franchise? There's so that one a specific more time. pattern on the pattern for naming the alien androids. Yeah, the, 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 essentially the the, the names of the androids and all the. I'll movies. get it right if they don't get it. I can't remember. Pass. I can't remember. You will. I'll save you guys. The pattern for naming the androids in the um, the alien movies is alphabetical because it goes Ash in the first one, Bishop in Aliens, and Call in Alien Resurrection. A B C. Thank you. You know I love. And it. David in the Prometheus. Yes, and then David. Yes, but yeah, but yeah I still mm-hmm. have a question. Yep. Right. All right. That's four. Good shit. Yep. All right. Let's All right. go to me. How long did it take Paul Schrader to write Taxi Driver? Wow. Uh, I first didn't even realize Paul Schrader wrote it. Okay. Um, how long did it take him to write Taxi Driver? A week. Yep. Two weeks. You're damn close. All right. Yeah. Mm. All right. I'll give you that one. Um, or I can move on to the next one. It's even more abstract. I know we're going long on this, but this, there's only two questions, three questions. What was the snow made out of in Wizard of Oz? This is notorious uh, for what they right. use. Oh, what, what's the snow made out of? In the Wizard of Oz. Cocaine. What did they use to make cocaine? No, asbestos. No! I was about to say, I was about to say that. I was about to say oh, asbestos. Wait, to, yeah. I was supposed to, that's supposed to pass to them, Matt. You, yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. Funny thing, I was about to say asbestos, asbestos yeah. too. Okay. But of course, I'll give you that. Asbestos. No, Khalil yeah. Take, yeah, Khalil, take the next question then. Yeah. Take the point. Yeah. Yep. All right, and then what sound did they use for the raptors in Jurassic Park? 
what and to be more specific to make it a little easier birds was a bird like what animals were mating made this sound that is a good question and uh, was it a type Ooh. of bird um uh, I, I, I'm gonna go with like, cougars. Uh, right, let me try. Let me try. Um, a cat. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was the sound they were. <laughs> is that the sound? Is that the sound they? Uh, 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 what two? What you animals know? were made to make the sound of the raptor? No, I'm, hold on. Let me guess. The, to make the sound of the raptors. Two animals. Was it uh, lions? Nope. It was two tortoises fucking. <laughs> I know they made a sound. Yes, no. Yeah, I yes, didn't know. It was. It's notorious. <laughs> and, and a little sub trivia: the T Rex was done by an elephant. That's what they did. They they took an elephant and a dolphin and they mixed it together. Um. Mm. Anyways, last question. Mm. And who's got it now? Khalil. This goes back to you, Khalil. Yeah. What actor was originally tapped to play Hannibal Lecter and notoriously backed out? Oh, I used to know this. Eh. I can't remember. Pass. I can't remember. Pass. I'm going to go Sean Connery. Who was originally tapped to play Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, who had signed on, was ready to go, was going to be a career-changing move for them, and then backed out. Nope. Oh, so Mel Gibson? No, go ahead. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's Gene Hackman. Oh, uh, brutal. Brutal. No, 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 no I wouldn't have worked. Yeah. yeah. But shit, no, this, was, this literally was shit that was in my brain. I just had to verify. That's so good. It's I like it. fuck. We got five. Um, so that's five times six is 30 bucks. That's our normal. There we go. Black Lives Matter. That's right. All right. Excellent. Good job, dude. That was good. Good job, good job, gentlemen. Um, that was a great trivia, um, Matt. Um, yeah, but the it's funny when you said um, with the what, what's crazy going back to the Wizard of Oz and the asbestos. That was like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Oh, a blizzard of cancer, as they say. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, uh, great show, gentlemen. We yes, raised thank somebody. you all very much. For we raised some money for Black Lives Matter, and we powered through um, the technical difficulties and brought you um, another diamond in the rough of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we will have our first remote broadcast. We will be broadcasting from Sykesville. Yay! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Come see our hole in Come the earth. Come see our stop sign. <laughs> so come join us. Yeah. You thought you've seen a stop sign? <laughs> Not like this. There's actually a, a plaque at, at, at the stop sign. There's like a plaque. It's like, you know, you like you can pose and you know to take a picture by it and yeah. Yes. Greatest stop sign. Great. So now we're going to get angry uh, hate mail from residents of Pikeville. So For, forwarded by me. But you know, but the mail, the mail, it won't get here for a while because they still have P- P- Pony Express. So oh, you know, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. And on that note, hey. I have to go. Hey, <laughs> I have to go now. All right, take care, everybody. Bye. Later. Bye, y'all.
And Spike oh, wow. your doctor is also and your dentist. gynecologist. Yeah. And, and your mechanic. He's also a barber. <laughs> <laughs> and your mechanic. 